Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's up, champions? Welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, and I'm the CEO and founder of Success Champions. I've spent over two decades in the sales game, learning how to grow and get better at sales. And I've spent the last three half years, uh, three half years, three and a half years, uh, learning how to build and scale Success Champion as a company. Hanging out with me, as always, is one of my favorite smart asses and knuckleheads, the sales and automation tactician, Kevin Snow. And on this episode, or on this show, Kevin says the episode part, holy fuckballs, <laughs> I can't talk today. But on this show, we talk specifically about how you can grow and scale a business. Kevin, get me to shut the hell up and tell us what we're talking about today. <laughs> hey, everyone. So today we're going to talk about how to actually ask for the sale. This is a big issue that I see when I was working with sales teams and doing some training. I'm sure you saw this too, is that they would go through this whole, this pitch. Sometimes they'd even pull out the pitch deck and and file through pages. And then they'd never ask for, they'd never actually try and close the deal. You know, I'm going to have fun with this episode because, you know. Oh, I knew you would. Follow my story. You know, I used to work for a training organization that was heavily focused on sales. And, you know, their their philosophy when it came to selling was you don't have to ask for the clothes. You go until they give up. And, and that's how they taught sales. And to me, that just sounds fucking exhausting. Why the fuck would you go to so much ex- ex- extreme... To where somebody's like, fuck it, all right, I'll just do it. I'll just say yes, just to shut you up. Um, that's that's such a transactional move that it's just not going to last long for, for most people and their sales style. So what I want to focus on is particularly how do you get to that moment of time where two people can mutually agree 
that it's a good step to move forward and do something. So I'm not a big ask for the sale person as long as it's an actual sales conversation. What I think most people actually have is they have a friendly, cordial, picnic-style conversation, and both parties don't understand that there needs to be closure on the end of this conversation. So sales, for me, by philosophy, is sales is a conversation with an outcome, which means you get to some sort of closure. Notice I didn't say closing, because closing stops the flow, I'm all about starting relationships, right? So so this is about getting to closure. And it's when you don't get to closure that you come across like some sort of jackass. Because, you know, closure is you always have a next step on the calendar schedule, something to do something to move forward, or you get a yes or no. Really, really, really simple. Um, and that's where you get to. So... That's where everything comes together for me is how are you having real adult conversations person to person? Um, can you say adult in this day and age? I don't remember. I think you can say adult. That's still I think there, you can right? still say it, yes. <laughs> um, so I, I'm, I'm lost at what I can say and what I can't say nowadays. But, um, you know, just a real world conversation to where you're sitting across from somebody and they understand that it's okay to say yes and it's okay to say no as the the conversation progresses along well and i think part of it is at the beginning of the meeting when when you start having this conversation with someone is that both sides don't have matching ideas of what the outcome of the meeting should be and where you know, what's going to be that closure for that particular conversation, whether it's deciding that, hey, we're going to keep talking some more and, and move to the next step of the relationship building, or that we're going to decide it's not a fit. There's no understanding that that needs to happen. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was looking back on a couple of the old episodes, and, you know, a lot of this comes down to what we talked about in episode six, how to stay consistent with lead generation and, and the likes. It's... Everything has to be a, and you're going to love this, a similar process from how you start the conversation. Um, and obviously, I'm boring, Kevin. Uh, how you start the conversation, <laughs> how you, you know, um, you know, finish the conversation. All that needs to be a similar, I can't say that word, a, you know, a typical same style of process. So, you know, often... Every conversation, I like to take control of the conversation. You know, I don't care if Shocking. I meet. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't care if I if if I have spoken to you a hundred times or it's the first time we met. I'm usually just going to grab the reins and say, "Okay, let's do this." I don't know much about you. You don't know much about me. So why don't you tell me your story? Tell me your world. I'll tell you mine, and we'll see what turns up. And I find that's just a fun way to start off all the conversations. And people seem to relax pretty quickly um, to go into a more normalized, non-sales-like conversation. And, you know, 
if it's a more stringent corporate style of sale, my move only changes to one point, and I think closure starts at the beginning of the meeting, to Kevin's point, and it's going to sound like, hey, you know, uh, you don't know much about me. I don't know much about you. What makes this a great meeting for you today? What do we need to accomplish and get out of here? And knowing um, so we can figure out whether we should move forward with something or not. And they'll tell you. I think it's the years of exposure to really horrible corporate sales strategy mm. that set up that expectation of of the buyers of prospects of when a salesperson comes in the room that they're going to get talked to. They're not going to have a conversation. And that's why your technique of, I don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about me. Let's get to know each other and figure out where we go is really refreshing for them. And it gives them that ability to go, we can but just Kevin, talk. I can see all the technical people going, <laughs> I, I, I can't tell a company that I don't know anything about them. I should know every intricate detail about that company, and I should know every, you know, point of their company, how many servers they have, how many computers, users. Um, and most of your high C technical type of people, they can't just have this gentle, free-flowing conversation. You know, I, I've seen you've learned to do it. Um, but it's not typically well, how you would have. No, and I and how I learned to do it was actually through structure. I developed for me at all my different sales uh, companies and positions a initial meeting guide that I use that said, "Hey, here are the things I need to talk about. Here are the types of questions I need to ask." And it, it, when I started using it years and years ago. I was pretty stringent of, I, all right, I walked through just top to bottom. Here's the questions. It was like I was doing a goddamn interview for a newspaper with this person. <laughs> but I learned my questioning, and I learned how to then flow the conversation. So if a conversation we started talking about something and this question that we should, would normally come later fits, we're going to ask it. We're going we're gonna to keep going in that conversation piece. But the goal was for me was to get rid of the stringent, corporate binder sales pitch of and our company was formed 1985 <laughs> and get into that conversation of hey i want to know about your business i you know i know what's on your website but i don't know a lot of the intricate de details that i would love to know to be able to tell you if we're a good fit so it was building that ability to question and just do, using questions for the sales calls as opposed to you know, wanting to jump in and tell about all the cool bells and whistles features, which is the other thing that we like to do is go into detail. So yeah, for sure, you know, I, I think, you know, when you're talking about asking for the sale, it's, it, I don't think there's ever a time where you're like, all right, do you want to sign up? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think closing the sale is a, a old school, old world, mentality that's just cold in nature there shouldn't well, be a cold go ahead no and, and then and as all those old tactics like well if you were going to buy this would you rather get it in blue or red <laughs> um or you better buy today because <laughs> the price goes up tomorrow you know i, I hate all that stupid it, shit and because it's just inauthentic 
It's it's not a real conversation. It's a tactic. Sales shouldn't be a tactic. You know, it shouldn't be a maneuver or ma- manipulation. It should be a conversation. I mean, look, are you ever going to look at your mom and go, um, well, you better buy today, mom, because its price goes up tomorrow? Fuck no, you're never going to say that to her. And And sales should work... The same way, the only difference being from that conversation from with your mom and prospect is you're getting the closure, right? You know you're going to see your mom again, right? It's not like you're never going to run into her. But with a prospect, <laughs> you never know if you're going to fucking see him again. So, so it's really simple of let's get to closure. The only closing maneuver I have in my arsenal is what should we do next? That's the phrase I'll use. And when you say, what should we do next? You're going to be blown away by the number of times they say, okay, well, let's get started. All right, let's do that. You know, and, and it's funny to me to watch um, how many people want to do business once you just have that natural flowing conversation. Yeah, that's how all my sales are now with companies. It's finding out what's going on in the world and asking them, you know, where where and I know you don't like this term, but where their pain points are, you know, what is bothering them, what's keeping them up at night and having conversations about those impacts and what's what it's doing to their business and then being able to show them how they can fix it and then just asking that question. All right. So what what's next? And the, invariably, they're like, well, let's get started. How do how do we get going? Like, sweet. This is what we do. See, I think you don't necessarily focus on the pain points. I think you understand where they want to go. And then I think you've gotten really good at asking the questions to help them understand that by doing this, this, and this, they can figure out that you're the guy to take them down the path to, to get them there. Um, and you know, I, shit, uh, when talking about sales, closing is such a phrase that I can't even get it out of my own damn head. So I'll say closing, not even meaning to, because that word drives me nuts. But I remember, you know, the other day, Kevin reached out. He goes, I finally did it. And I said, did what? He goes, I did a one-call close. Right? <laughs> I'm like, fucking badass, dude. I mean, to me, that I, I think everybody uh, almost, I mean, there, there's definitely some outliers, but everybody can get to a one-call close. You know, I don't care how fucking technical you get. I mean, there's some things, but if you know your shit, you know, get the deal done by having a real conversation and get a commitment to move forward um, and watch what happens in your your business. So, um, last one. Yeah, I think one of the things you said is, is really key, and that's getting them to verbalize and come up with what it's going to mean for their business to do something and to go a certain way. I think too often salespeople try and use that as their clothes and try and put words into their, their customer's mouth, as opposed to just asking them questions that's going to get them to say things that, that because they said it, it's naturally going to resonate with them. Yes. Yeah. No one, no one says something that says, well, that's not true. You just said it. It must be true. It came out of your mouth, not mine as a salesperson. (laughs) So I think that's really key. And that's one of the powers of doing the whole questioning piece is they get to form. You get to help them formulate a conclusion. Yeah. 
And, you know, if you focus so much on that conversation, working on making sure they're enjoying the conversation as much as you are, that you both walk away feeling like that's a phenomenal fucking conversation, then that sales call will be magical. It, it's it's so cool when you get to the end of a sales call and somebody goes, man, I'm so glad we had this conversation today. That's when you know you're doing it right. Because even if they don't become a client and you provide them with enough value that they can walk away as a better person or they're doing something more, that's a fucking win, man. And, yep. and that that's how it should be. So it's not about asking for the sale. It's about understanding their world, providing them real value, teaching them something, and leaving them better than you freaking found them. And odds are you do that enough times and things are going to move forward. Here's one caveat to all this, guys, is if you're doing a lot of this and it's not leaving, leading to any sort of business, ask for the sale. Ask them to do business with you so you can hear what fucking objections they actually are fixing to throw at you. And now you understand what questions you need to be asking earlier in the sales process so you're not fucking it up and having to need to ask for the sale on the back end. And I think that's where the final magic lays. The best salespeople in the world have the ability to ask badass questions. And it's those badass questions that determine the outcome of every sales call. So, as always, guys, if you get any value out of this episode, this show whatsoever, do us a favor and teach somebody else how to follow and subscribe. It means absolutely everything for us. I appreciate you. Stay out of trouble, and we'll catch you next time. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.